Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. This week's show is is a bit of a no-brainer, Carl. It's Creator's <laughs> Perspective on Human Stupidity. How do you like them apples? Well, I don't like the title. I, uh, I, I don't like uh, the word. It's it's very judgmental, and it, you know, it has a place. It's a handy descriptor for many people in settings, unfortunately. But we're, we're, we're finding it's an interesting topic to explore because there's much more beneath the surface than one might think Indeed. about that issue. It's not just a dead end. It is a gateway to a lot of deeper issues and deeper problems and deeper understandings about the mind, about humanity, and about the divine realm. Who would who would think? <laughs> who would think? But we well, would get it, right in. <laughs> it, yeah, and it, and it it's fits perfectly the truism. Many a truth is said in jest. Yes, yes, and, and that's the purpose of your questions. I think today about that subject of stupidity, things that are. Sometimes witticisms, witty quotes that happen to have very deep implications. And we're going to get some divine help to tease that out because it's not always obvious on the surface. Oh, absolutely agreed. You ask creator, the online Merriam-Webster dictionary provides this as one definition for the word stupid. Given to unintelligent decisions or acts, acting in an unintelligent or careless manner. What is the divine perspective of the saying? You can't fix stupid. Right. And this is what I channeled from creator and answer. This is a saying that is rather judgmental in tone, and that is befitting the human circumstances, giving rise to the sentiment behind it. There are many people others find frustrating, and this is to be expected in a world of diverse backgrounds, levels of preparation, as well as capabilities on display and willingness to be cooperative and put the best foot forward and make an effort when someone else is expecting this to happen. So this saying encompasses many, many situations stemming from frustration of having to cope with others who seem out of touch, detached, or lesser capability, or even dim-witted in some way and may represent a thorn in one side and having to rely on such a compatriot to hold up their end of things to complete some work others depend on and must tolerate and suffer the inefficiencies that an individual represents, hence the lament expressing the hopelessness of the situation. After all, intelligence is believed to be something one is born with and not cultivated along the way or subject to significant gains simply by wanting it to happen. This is an unnecessarily pessimistic view It is often a premature assessment of the circumstances when people are not willing to meet someone halfway and their higher expectations being unmet or dissatisfied, wanting to wash their hands of the other person and may turn away in disgust and thus short circuit the enterprise entirely through their presumption of its impossibility. Many times a more loving touch would enlist further cooperation 
by giving the concerned party a hearing and would encourage an honest effort made to improve things in some way and do more to meet requirements or expectations. Being judgmental in tone will undermine the humanity of the target. Even if it is not meant for their ears, word might get back to them, as all too often happens. There are many people out and about who will make it their business to convey someone else's criticism, simply because it makes them feel superior to bandy that about, since it is not about them, and are insensitive to the hurt feelings that will result from someone learning this is being said about them. It becomes a particularly cruel gesture, and karmically, the damage from this faulty communication will trace back to the originator of the declaration, who meant it only for others to hear out of their frustration, never intending it to be said directly to the subject of the criticism. But the karmic penalty will nonetheless be real and will be enacted at some point in the future. This is the reason why all such judgments need to be held in abeyance. Constructive criticism can be helpful. Judgments can be destructive when actively making fun of someone who may simply not understand the subject in hand or have the experience yet to do it as well as some others or is being simply evaluated falsely based on a narrow category of knowledge, but who has much more to offer not perceived and appreciated. So the judgment will vary widely in how accurate the assessment is in the first place. This is the danger in sayings that are catchy and once heard become learned or become learned and then utilized by the listener and will spread to others as well. This kind of semi-humorous or would-be humorous quip can cut someone to the quick without thinking and happens all too often with some of the common parlance that may just slip out in an unguarded moment through frustration or anger, but will register on the thoughts and feelings of the recipient being criticized and may leave a deep wound as a result. It is not your job to hurt others or wound them as it leaves a hole that can't be filled except by deep healing which most people will not be able to arrange for themselves, not understanding how one goes about doing it. To cause permanent injury, simply through casting aspersions with a categorical assignment of blame for something is too big a penalty to inflict on anyone. People simply have no idea of how much harm they can do criticizing those around them. We would rather see such sayings retired from the lexicon and other ways found to deal with people who pose a difficulty, which includes an understanding of their needs, their situation, their background, and a fair attempt to arrive at a better understanding of what is needed and find a way to obtain what is required without causing harm to anyone viewed as the weak link or faulty performer in some way. Even where people prove to be grossly incompetent and incapable of mastering the requirements of needed tasks as for functional employment in an organization, there needs to be a thoughtful and humane way of letting them go without adding insult to the injury. Well, Creator is telling us basically probably what you heard your mother say once, and I've certainly heard my mother say once, which was, which was if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. <laughs> Yeah, that's those are good words to leave by. I, I heard that 
a time or two growing up as well. And I think that's probably the gist of this answer that one shouldn't be categorical in condemning someone so harshly and totally right. because that very label prejudges them as inferior and presume to simply not have the wherewithal to be like other people. Yeah. That's a pretty harsh thing. And it might be functionally what is taking place in the moment, at least, for that individual. But it's not our job, as creators pointing out, to to slam people. And and so this is pause for thought. And it, it's, a, it's a good thing to ponder. Yeah. And, and the saying is, is really kind of a, a dead end, right? There's there's no action item after you say this, you know, where he, creator says that these people probably need deep healing. So there is a course of action. So essentially, creator is saying there's a possibility to fix stupid. So it's, creator is nixing what this thing is saying. So I think this was a really good answer, Carl. Yeah. And, and I think we need to take these things to heart, especially these days when there's so much judgmental tone in human communication. Absolutely. U.S. creator Plato said, wise men speak because they have something to say. Fools, because they have they have to say something. <laughs> what is creator's perspective? Creator says, here again is another contrast between the capable and the incapable. Even people who are stupid have feelings and will want to look the part and fit in. Even if they sense personal inadequacy, they will want to keep up appearances. Much of human discourse and social interaction ends up being about keeping up appearances, to put in a good performance, to be accepted, and maintain one's status as a member of a group who is acknowledged and treated as being in good standing, if not truly as an equal in all respects. People who are truly stupid can easily make fools of themselves unwittingly if they cannot discern the level of intelligence and sophistication of present company and attempt to hold their own, but lack the capability to match wits. It is sad that people are so quick to judge others they see as inferior because it is rarely appreciated why people are so different, when in fact, great intelligence can be as much a result of luck and good fortune. And someone who lacks even acceptable small talk might be heavily targeted to limit them and their ability to function. So their lack of capability has come about through no fault of their own and may have little to do with their true potential as a human being. Were they not impaired to begin with and being singled out for punishment to sideline them? So we would say, be careful of judging someone a fool to not become a greater fool through ignorance of your own. Well, you know, creators pointing out there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes with this and you know, one thing that's kind of a taboo topic in today's uh, conversations is the, you know, the difference that people have in intelligence, you know, that uh, we're all supposed to be treated as equal, even though it's patently obvious that we are different and have different capabilities and different intelligence levels. But I, I'm, that kind of complicates, I think, the conversation at the end of the day. Well, we're getting to a deeper look at humanity as these sayings are explored one by one, and we'll see this evolve in the course of this program. 
So this this is leading somewhere. And this just sounds like, okay, you know, don't be so hard. You know, tolerate others, put up with it, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt and just suck it up and do it yourself or find some other solution, but don't beat on them. And and there's much more here. Yes. This is a clue that something else is wrong when people aren't functional. And yep. this is worth pondering and we're, we're going to get into it. Absolutely. Albert Einstein famously said, the difference between stupidity and genius is that genius has its limits. <laughs> what is creator's perspective? All right, in creator's words, to the average person, this seems like a very mundane question. Why look at the nature of stupidity? It seems so obvious. It is simply lack of intelligence, lack of discernment, a sense of being able to judge the merit of something, understand its component parts, and fit it into the context of a discussion or issue. This is the way people grow and begin to solve problems. When stupidity is not only possible, but a central feature of the culture on a percentage basis exhibited by human beings, this seems quite ordinary to you because you are so used to it and it seems simply to be reality, the way things are, and something that is developed by default. We see the opposite. There is a huge deficiency in human culture and performance of individuals, both singly and collectively. That lack of capability in how people think and act that would categorize them as behaving stupidly is a reflection of something deeply wrong. It is not a design flaw in the human makeup that leaves so many lagging behind and a lesser number who excel, and an even smaller number who reach true heights of intelligence and creativity. There is something sinister at work here. The reality is humans are being subjugated. This is very much akin to a bad climate that stifles everything it contains. It is much like humanity is in a stupor, half asleep, moving slowly, and often forgetting rather quickly what has happened only recently and seeming to learn little from it in order to advance. The end result being society witnesses an endless repetition of mistakes, outlandish behavior, and counterproductive and even illegal conduct. It is almost a given that the majority of criminals, even when arrested and punished, will reoffend seeming to not have learned anything from that punishment sufficient to help them avoid a repeat experiencing. So to many, this easily classifies as stupid behavior and a lack of intelligence behind it. So people cannot learn from their mistakes, but are condemned to repeat them. And this fits in with the basic dictionary definition of being unintelligent and acting in a careless fashion that gets one into repeated trouble. The missing piece here is there is something sinister about the magnitude of the problem. There is nothing faulty about the human brain. The fault lies with how it is used, and the limitations are largely imposed from without by interlopers 
seeking to subjugate you and everything you do on a planet-wide basis. There is a blanket of numbing fog layered over everything that makes people dull and very complacent, so they will not sense anything is amiss, even as they are slow to respond, even to danger, let alone interesting observations and experiences that would normally pique the curiosity and get some excitement going and act as a spur to, to exploration and serious scholarship to better understand the intriguing phenomena that have been witnessed or even heard about. But in today's world, it is hard to arouse curiosity in others. It almost takes a personal grievance to get people's attention. And even that will be for a limited duration before their mind drifts away again and they move on to something else. This is not normal, but is orchestrated to be the way things are. It is a large factor in keeping humanity from advancing more rapidly. When the majority of people think and act stupidly, significant gains on any front that would contribute to overall progress simply will not happen to a significant degree, except quite incrementally over a long span of time. This is the quagmire you are in, not only a sea of ignorance, but an atmosphere of dulling inertia and complacency. And this is quite a serious problem needing to be solved. Can't hear you, Brian. Yeah, it's interesting, this uh, last sentence, you know, that when we have a sea, not only a sea of ignorance, but an atmosphere of dulling inertia and complacency. You know, I'm remi- you're absolutely right. You know, there's a lot of people that, you know, have ordinary lives, relatively speaking, you know, may- maybe a, a soccer mom, so to speak, who loses her child and then starts mothers against drunk driving, you know, and it almost takes a crisis to get people to to do something creative. And we see that a lot. Well, there are ways people can be suppressed and subjugated through advanced technology. And that's part of what's going on. There's corruption at multiple levels through multiple means and strategies. But the idea of getting the young all together in one place at one time in a school building creates a perfect bullseye for something to happen to provide a kind of dimming down, dumbing down technologically. And so this 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 kind of thing can happen and is a danger. And this is being tracked by science, in fact, that people are getting dumber. IQ levels are declining. So there's something happening. But the irony is, is that the dulling inertia and complacency just kind of sighs and moves on. It's like nobody's standing up and paying attention to this problem and it just gets worse. So it's like a, a grinding, slow you know, cycle, down, spiral downward, so to speak. Yeah, uh, someone needs to do something, but no one cares enough to mount an effort or even cry out about the problem. Well, I guess that's what we're here for, right, Carl? <laughs> well, sadly. Sadly, it's left to us. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, it's it's also left to our compatriots at getwisdom.com. So be sure to head over there and check out the Lightworker Healing Protocol ebook download. That is our main mission because that is the tool to solve a lot of these problems, especially the problem of stupidity. You know, 
under, getting at the underlying causes for that kind of condition to arise. And there are causes. That's what we're exploring, and that's what we're learning in this this segment. So check us out, getwisdom.com. Um, sign up for our participant membership. It's eternally free. And you can access most of our online content, uh, hundreds of hours of videos, radio show content, and the online Get Wisdom Divine Database. There's over 6,000 questions that you can look up answers to. So check it all out today. GetWisdom.com. We'll be right back with more Get Wisdom right for this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of this week's Get Wisdom. Um, we are trying to make something very interesting out of a, a rather maybe non-interesting topic. <laughs> or one that certainly... Uh, makes people sit back and go, huh? But we're looking at human stupidity and uh, and we're digging deep into it to see that there's something there that's more than you expect, Carl. Yes, and it's always sad to see problems are deeper and darker than you expected, but how else are we going to overcome them if we can't understand them and we only look at the surface and don't realize there's an underlying cause we're not even aware of. So this is a path forward that we're beginning to lead you to because there are answers and there is help for this. But as long as we are continuing to to be victimized and complacent about it all, nothing will change. If anything, it'll it'll worsen. Yep, absolutely. U.S. creator Voltaire said... The more often a stupidity is repeated, the more it gets the appearance of wisdom. That's a mouthful. What is Creator's perspective? All right, and Creator tells us, this witty turn of phrase is pregnant with meaning, and what is taking place is the one follows from the other. When stupid thoughts and actions become acceptable for the average person, They will not be questioned and, in fact, become a kind of expectation and the norm that will be emulated by others. 
in the absence of knowledge, experience, and a degree of sophistication cultivated by native intelligence, simple repetition and the familiarity it engenders will become accepted as being the right answer, the right view to hold about a particular situation, simply because one has heard it before, and the willingness to go along with the crowd will allow something stupid to become acceptable and not questioned. This is obviously quite dangerous, a state of affairs, because it traps people in what can only mean a lack of progress, but all too often the initiation of a downward spiral, because stupidity has little to offer. The longer it rains and is the only thing that is happening, the more of a vacuum is formed by not doing things truly productive and useful, and in a dynamic, ever-changing swirl of energy that is the physical plane, it is dangerous to simply choose to stand still because this ultimately always leads to decay, to degradation, and a decline in performance and function. There will certainly be no likelihood of a breakthrough, let alone a quantum leap to catapult you forward through a creative impulse that is often intuitive to bridge a gap in knowledge. Because such things will not be evident in people who are largely stupid in their thoughts and beliefs, it leaves them with little of value to work with other than the most mundane and commonplace ideas and understandings. One can see the damage in being witness to repeated acts of stupidity, most strikingly in the public arena, when such actions are done by leaders who are ill-equipped for the task or are being manipulated in some way to limit their initiative and depth. So instead of inspiration, one will get empty rhetoric and decisions that are important about all kinds of things in making wise choices and using money and other resources may well be squandered on bad ideas and make work projects because poor leaders cannot discern the promising from the mediocre and irrelevant. You know, I'm reminded of another statement that's very similar to you can't fix stupid, which is you uh, you can't beat City Hall, right? I mean, it's that's basically what Creator is saying here, essentially. Well, you certainly <laughs> see that playing out in the world <laughs> on yeah. a world-level stage uh, all around. Right. With and, the failure in leadership pretty much everywhere in, in, in major respects. And the complacency, if people really believe you can't fix City Hall, they're not going to try. Yeah, and And this is is the quandary, because even in a free country, so-called free, where people have political power, if they don't use that power, then they're helpless and nothing will change, nothing will improve. It, It may well worsen because they're not doing something. So there has to... There has to be a spark of insight and initiative with a little creativity to see beyond the ordinary and question what is happening and why. And and then you might have to find the solution yourself and promote it because you can't (laughs) count on your leaders doing that. It's really, really sad. That's the other statement, Carl. If you want something done right, do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you might want to partner with the creator first. <laughs> well, that's what I would always recommend. Absolutely. You ask creator, 
Bertrand Russell said, men are born ignorant, not stupid. They are made stupid by education. What is creator's perspective? Okay, here we go. This is going to cause some ruffled feathers, I, I'm afraid, but <laughs> it, can't be, uh, it can't be ignored. This is what creator tells us. There is far more truth here than one might see at first glance. This can be easily dismissed as the bias of an elite intellectual, a kind of snobbery, but this is actually a deep truth. People have more capability than they express for the most part, and that difference in achievement is a function of suppression and subjugation by interlopers holding down society across the board through many strategies to constrain things and limit progress. It is a truism that while humans at birth are ignorant because they lack experience and must learn everything from scratch, including the language to understand what others can teach them, the vast majority of people have adequate intelligence to be successful, happy adults and carry on the business of life to sustain themselves and have a reasonably happy life when left to their own devices and not actively harmed in some way to limit them through disincentives and subjecting them to traumatic events that could hobble them emotionally. Given that the education system is the cultural default mechanism agreed to by society for the responsibility of educating the young, it behooves all in society to take pains to understand what it is the education system does, how it is constructed, how well it works, and how effective it might be and why. Yet people are trusting and assume what is not in evidence, that things are proceeding as they should. Public education is highly questionable in terms of effectiveness, and the track record of accomplishment is showing a steady decline in the level of education those graduating exhibit with standardized testing. So more and more money is being spent for less and less achievement across the board. Many have criticized the content and very goals of public education, and rightly so, because it is illogical to treat everyone the same when human beings are designed to be unique individuals. The educational system demands uniformity and a single standard for judging talent and degree of learning. Much of the time devoted in the classroom is spent on make-work exercises that have little point to them. People are forced to learn much material that has little or no relevance to the real world of making a living and understanding one's place in today's society. This is no accident. The education system was meant to be a kind of holding pen to capture the young, suppress them and their enthusiasm, squelch their creative impulses and passions, and bore them to the point they will want to opt out rather than stay the course, and many do. The end result, even for graduates, is they are ill-prepared to play a meaningful role in society and even the learning within the professional schools and the science and engineering programs lags well behind the cutting edge of discovery and advancing knowledge. So, in a sense, all people do in school is repeat the past 
rather than break new ground and learn how to innovate and exercise their creativity. So our overall assessment of the education system is that in many ways, it is the height of stupidity in being so misguided and ineffectual in offering an education that is meaningful. Yeah, I have to agree, Carl. It's uh, it's kind of sinister, you know, and especially now. I mean, young kids going to college, the cost is so exorbitant. And, you know, when they go to their orientation um, or, or go for a visit, you know, high school seniors and stuff, more often I'm hearing stories of how they're being told what a wonderful place the campus is and all the extracurricular activities that they have and, and the, the cafeteria and the gourmet food that's now being served there. And there's less and less talk of the actual academics involved. <laughs> you know, it's almost like, you know, it's like Club Med almost. Come on in, you know. Um, it's, it's gotten almost that bad. I'm not exaggerating. Well, and we see it with the, the advent of a shift in emphasis towards the trivial, yeah. the kind of pop culture memes of current society and what's the buzzwords and what are the social concerns. And then somehow that deserves focus in a higher education setting to learn more about it and explore it in detail and in depth, when in fact it's a kind of um, surface view of things that doesn't have much meat to it. And it's and it's a big time waster and an expensive one, as you point out. But this this is shocking. This this is this is the most damning indictment <laughs> I've ever seen in print about the <laughs> educational system. I mean it's coming from the Almighty. I know. <laughs> so this this is real food for thought, if ever there was any. This has got to be it, because the education of our young is our future. Yeah. Or its absence. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of things that we have to get fixed, Carl. <laughs> and soon. Uh, U.S. creator William Godot said, I think that's how you say that. Uh, Stupidity is the deliberate cultivation of ignorance. What is creator's perspective? All right. And creator says, the truth of this quote exists on two levels. The common interpretation is that those who are stupid must be ignorant, and being stupid, ignorance is all they can exhibit. So that state of ignorance will be chronic and likely permanent among stupid individuals because they lack the intellect to rise above their deficiencies. But there's a second level that speaks to a deeper problem. If people's minds can be manipulated to make them stupid... This explains why they cannot escape a state of ignorance if they are trapped by stupidity that prevents change and growth, even through learning. There are people who have developmental impairments of an organic nature, such as through injury or malformation of the central nervous system. But there are also known windows of opportunity during the formative years. And if the young are not stimulated and supported in a healthy way, that encourages growth and learning, that window of opportunity may close. So that significant learning that would create the possibility of good academic performance gets much harder and may in fact be impossible to attain to anything like the same degree because they have been truly held back by being sidelined for too long at a critical period. The interlopers can constrain young minds by creating a kind of stultifying brain fog. This can affect people of all ages, but when done on the young, 
will decrease their IQ and their general interest in anything. So a generation of dullards can be the end result if this is applied systematically throughout society. It is an example of the consequences of your subjugation that people do not recognize there is a problem and would be very likely unable to envision even the possibility of this paradigm being valid and true. That resistance speaks to an inability for the mind to be flexible and creative in seeing new possibilities even when pointed out. When ideas fall on deaf ears because the mind is closed, that is the consequence of subjugation to create a state of stupidity at some level. So people are completely unable to appreciate the potential importance of key information of a disturbing nature that could be revealing the true cause for difficulties in society. When captured by complacency and an inability to be even curious or interested in an unusual idea, it becomes quite easy to simply turn away without even any reaction. And this is, in fact, a common phenomenon that ideas will simply bounce off as though there is a shield around a person's brain preventing new information from penetrating and being recognized as such. It will simply not compute and will be disregarded. Well, you know, I can point out the obvious, Carl. If, you know, anybody who's gone to school in this country, probably schools all over the world for that matter, if you're intelligent, that's not necessarily a social asset, you know. And you might be the subject of bullying. And that can, you know, really discourage you. And I think as a countermeasure, a lot of schools really tried to encourage academics and really try to praise those who do well as kind of a countermeasure to the bullying they get to keep them inspired. But that's happening less and less. So, boy, if you're a smart kid in school these days, you've really got, <laughs> you've really got it tough, believe it or not. Yeah, well, this this there's many insults and injuries and inequities and how education is brought about or supplied, administered. And the people who struggle naturally represent an issue in of great concern. And so the the attempt to lower standards to make them fit in and seem more more normal and more effective and and in the hunt so to speak is is well-meaning but it doesn't really address the problem right right you know it's just embracing the problem and accepting it more vigorously and more certainly and without any real answer or way of improving things so there needs to be an awakening to deeper reasons for why this happens and if you're smart, you stand out even more now and with even more disapproval, you know, because, you know, everybody's supposed to be one big happy team, you know, one happy big collective. So it's a very, very tough problem. But there's a reason for the problems. That's what we're exploring. There's problems and there's solutions. And we're going to get into that in the next segment when we come back with more Get Wisdom right after this. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa. 
Play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the final segment of this week's Get Wisdom. We are looking at uh, creator's perspective on human stupidity. And uh, what many people think of as a shallow problem is actually a very deep one, Carl. Yeah, and rather shocking in its dimensions. And it's a worsening problem, actually, because we're demonstrably and measurably measurably getting more stupid as a a society. Yeah. And the problems are growing, and that's not a good combination. No, we need, no. we need problem solvers and and good ones. Yeah, the ones that are supposedly yeah, the problems they're solving is how to make us even dumber. I mean, that's the problems they're focused on. It seems. <laughs> uh, you ask creator, an unknown person offered this definition of stupid: knowing the truth, seeing the truth, but still believing in lies. What is creator's perspective? All right, and this is Creator's words. While this contains many potential and actual truths, depending on the application, it is used as an explanation for something taking place. Here as well, there is deeper truth to be unearthed. The description would seem to be simply someone limited by their stupidity to not be capable of accepting new information almost like their brain is full and what was first learned can never be displaced because there's not even room to turn around and make a change. But this description is more than simple intellectual ability under review. It is not about level of knowledge and understanding, but the level of rigidity in being unable to change one's beliefs, even in the face of proof their interpretation is faulty. While native intelligence is always a factor, especially if a situation or issue is complex and nuanced in ways requiring a fair degree of sophistication and perhaps life experience to really understand what is involved and see shades of meaning and so forth, the more serious a concern here is the inability to shift faulty thinking and a belief in lies when they are exposed as such, and the proof is in hand and visible. 
many, many times people will continue to believe the lies they have held and will ignore evidence to the contrary, no matter how many times they're told new information that runs counter to their beliefs. This is a frank malfunction and illogical working of the mind to disregard what runs counter to the knowledge base, even when the words and meaning of the contrary opinion are understandable. So the problem here is not necessarily stupidity. It is intransigence, the frank inability to change a belief. People do this on a regular basis, all during growth and maturation. And even though people tend to become set in their ways, that too is largely a function of outside manipulation to make them more and more rigid and unable to change their thinking because they have been cultivated to be suppressed and subjugated and good little prisoners who will not think outside the box or even stray beyond their prison walls, even though the latter might be abstract and not an actual physical fortification constraining them. Mind control programming creates this very state of being where people believe what they are told by authorities not because the authorities themselves have presented a logical and convincing case, but because the talking heads are reinforced by subliminal programming going directly into the subconscious minds of the viewers to program their beliefs that what the talking heads say is true. When an idea is programmed to be accepted, it needs no corroboration or validation. It simply becomes the way the person thinks and they will be unable to override this built-in belief, no matter what they see or hear to the contrary. That is the hallmark of mind control manipulation. If you watch carefully what goes on around you, especially in the media, you will see examples every day of groupthink that is truly mind control manipulation being applied to warring factions who will never come together and find a happy medium because their beliefs cannot meet in the middle. And this is a travesty, but an important reason why humanity cannot overcome the chronic problems of society, where things that are mistaken happen again and again, and people and nations perpetuate the same follies over and over throughout history, never seeming to learn the lessons and recognize they are falling into the same trap over and over. Well, you know, we see that in the sense that, you know, very if you think about it, it's probably actually fairly rare for there to be just only two perspectives on things. And yet that seems to be the case on almost everything in human society. You know, there's no middle ground. So, you know, I was having a conversation with somebody about, you know, abortions in the news again, right? You know, Roe v. Wade's probably going to be overturned and all this stuff. And I said, you know, the, the middle ground means compromise, right? So that the ones on the far left who say that abortion should be, you know, have no restrictions whatsoever and the government should pay for it are at one extreme. And on the other extreme, you have those that are shutting down and making every possible intervention, you know, illegal. So that even if it's threatening the woman's life or she's got an ectopal pregnancy, that she's a criminal if she gets that taken care of, you know. So you got two opposite extremes here and you're only going to have resolution when they some find a way to meet in the middle, which means – those on the 
on the fourth side have to make peace with the sense that there's probably going to be some restrictions on abortion, and the ones on the right have to make peace with the fact that there's going to be some abortions that are going to be allowed. But we're so far away from that happening right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Well, the, the tragedy is that this is such widely applicable, the idea that people are programmed with their beliefs to yeah. not be able to change. Yeah. So you can take any hot topic like that and see it from both sides, depending on you know your own leanings and perspective. And it seems justified if you have some skin in the game, if it matters greatly to you personally, maybe being a woman or someone who has been in a situation where that was really a, a, an issue that changed your life forever. But there are many things like this. And, and the worst are the ones that are more abstract to the average citizen, like the quality of the leadership and their yeah. decision-making and, yeah. and the political labels that are applied and programmed to be inviolate don't serve us. They serve the hidden hand that's controlling things and keeping us stupid. It's, yeah. it's, it's amazing how effective it is. Oh. It is, it is. But there's there's a hope. We're going to get to that right now, Carl. <laughs> Please. Can Creator share with us how empowered prayer and the Lightworker Healing Protocol can ultimately do the seemingly impossible and utterly miraculous fix stupid? All right. We'll see what Creator says. To start with the big picture, we would remind you that many in today's world, as they have throughout the ages, are seeking enlightenment. What is not understood and greatly underappreciated across the board is that spiritual enlightenment not only requires, but is all about healing. It is a healing journey all along the way because you left a state of perfection to come down in a physical incarnation to begin with and have been subjected to all the slings and arrows of physical existence and its limitations and the harsh conditions of your environment and societal woes inflicting many woundings through injustice and trauma to make your life worse. And that will project into the future and continue without healing to rebalance things and change the potential. The law of karma, the law of cause and effect, requires this to happen because it forces a reckoning on everyone to experience the consequences of their actions. The limitations of human beings, personally and collectively, are largely engineered through the rise of evil to cause widespread corruption, to limit perspectives, and keep you from connecting to the divine realm. This was a manipulation genetically that heavily limited human capability. It has been many centuries working to find your way back to the divine. And even that is attacked quite savagely. That is actually mind control manipulation to convince people that the idea of an almighty creator is simply folklore and misguided thinking. We can tell you that if your connection to the divine is ever surrendered through ignorance and complacency, you will be doomed because it is your only hope of having a future in line with creator's plan for you to continue to advance. You are being lined up for annihilation 
by extraterrestrial overlords controlling the world from behind the scenes. They, in turn, were corrupted with dark spirits, fallen angelic beings who turned away from love and light, and they darken everything they touch. As a consequence of their corruption, the extraterrestrial races have become atheists, and this has cost them their link to love and taken away all that is rewarding about life and left them with only a selfish hunger for power. The only answers here are divine help, and that can be arranged through using empowered prayer to have enough intelligence and wisdom and how you pray to get high-level divine help. And that reaches its ultimate expression in the Lightworker Healing Protocol because of the keen insights contributing to its many component parts covering the gamut of human problems of all kinds. You need divine help for this, but you must know how to go about it. This is also the only way you can reckon with your oppressors. By calling on the divine through empowered prayer and the Lightworker Healing Protocol to raise them up enough so they will leave you alone and not carry out their current plans for human annihilation. But this requires your direct participation and commitment to do the work involved. It is not difficult, but with all that is at stake, it is very much in your interest to heed our words and use this opportunity to the fullest for the betterment of you and all others in harm's way, including the perpetrators who are condemning themselves without healing help from you. You know, I, I think I want to point out that, you know, human stupidity is a big problem, but we, you know, and it's not covered so much in this show, but you and I both know, Carl, the great extent and the amount of effort that the interlopers expend in keeping us down. If, peop if people had an idea of how much energy they exert to keep us down, people would have more hope and realize that, there's a way to get out of this. Yes, it, it, it's sort of like we're being held underwater most of the time. And then we only get to bob up and gasp, get a little bit of oxygen, and then we're pushed back down again. And when you're busy trying to stay afloat, there's not a lot else you can do. You can't really make right. strides. And we're so used to being in this state of inertia trapped by this quicksand that it, it seems like things can never change for the better. And at times there's no hope. And really the opposite is the case. Absolutely. You're, you're seeing the extreme of negativity that is our world and drawing a false conclusion. There is something much, much grander and more powerful, but in we fact, have to partner with it and reach out and request it. And we okay. can't. All this craziness is really kind of a last gasp. You know, it's a, it's a last thrust, a last effort before I think they give up, you know. But it, it could still end It could still end in a bad way, so we have to be careful. We can't take anything for granted. But there's hope, and we need your help desperately to get us to the finish line. So check us out at Get Wisdom. Download the Lightweight Healing Protocol, getwisdom.com slash LHP. And tune in for another episode of Get Wisdom next week. Thanks, Carl. All right. Take care and be well. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. 
They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 